This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit Tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. All right, gang, welcome. Welcome, welcome. I'm back in town. Kelly and I made it back with our big delivery of Kelly's new truck. We made it back safe and sound. We're in our, we're in our home, and we're ready for our big show tonight, Friday night. Six o'clock Pacific Standard Time. Those of you on Spotify and Apple and Megaphone, thank you for joining us tonight. And those of you on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, everybody, thank you, thank you, thank you for joining us. Thanks for being a part of your Saltwater Guide, and thank you for the millions and millions of views. We're thank you very, very much. I cannot tell you how happy I am with all the views on all the social media platforms, all the new subscribers on YouTube. Oh my gosh, we're over 210,000 subscribers or uh yeah, subscribers on Facebook. Oh my gosh, it's just incredible and I want to thank you all. Tonight we have a very very special guest joining us. We brought her down, her and her boyfriend Eric down to take care of Marley and Finn, Shayla Manzer, Todd Manzer's little baby sister and owner of John's Fish Market in Dana Point Harbor and used to be my deckhand on the wild and sack. Hey, Shayla, thanks for joining us. This is going to be fun. I'm super excited to have you. I was going to do it live from the from uh, from your uh, fish market, but we just didn't. We weren't able to work that out. So no. now we're live from my house. How rad is that, gang? You will not believe how incredible this young lady is. I've known this young lady since she was born. Her mom and dad lived in our house. Her father worked for my father. Just like her brother worked for my father, Shayla's worked for the family for many, many years. Shayla worked for me. Shayla's been around this industry for a very long time. And now she's taken over her father's legacy and she runs John's Fish Market down in Dana Point Harbor. We got a lot to talk about tonight. We got a lot to talk about. We're going to jump all the way back, though. For those of you that don't know who Shayla is, we're going to start back at the beginning. And we're going to work our way up to where we are now. But um, Hi, guys. Shayla, let's look at a picture here we got. This is you and your brother, Todd. Now, a lot of our viewers know Todd because Todd's been on the show a couple times. We did a big tribute to Ralph. And we'll talk about Ralph a little bit in a little while. But Shayla, talk about this picture. Who? Where are you in that picture? Who is that? Well, I call that the Manser dock because that's the first dock in the wharf. Uh, I'm at I'm in Dana Wharf. I'm at Dana Point Harbor. That's where I grew up. 
that's where I live daily. Um, that's my brother behind me and my cousin and my grandpa. And we were probably down there visiting my dad on the docks. And uh, yeah, that's probably about 1971, I'd say. Yeah. It was right in the very beginning of Dana Orr sport fishing when her, her father, John Manson, worked for my dad off the San Clemente Pier. And then he came over to Dana Point Harbor with my father when they ran out of the trailer out in the parking lot. And uh, the little guy in the blue shirt, that's Todd. And then the little girl in the very front, that is me, Shayla. And uh, hey, talk a little bit about growing up Manzer. Ooh, well, that's a big limelight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, well, it was a little commercial fishing harbor back then. It was a, little, a lot more commercial than it was or that it is now. So that was... A different time most of the harbor was just engulfed with fishermen and uh workers and some restauranteurs but not very many tourists it wasn't like a, it wasn't very touristy not a lot of people came in from outside and when they did they'd stay and become family so we um we grew up with you know the skate arcade. It was down the hatch at the time was Turks. And so that was the viewpoint right there. My, my dad had a couple of different sword fishing boats there, the Cypolaris. And then my brother had the Cypolaris. I should say my dad fished off of it. And then there was the Heather B and the two Uncle sons, Larry. Uncle Larry. And, and then the two sons was George your dad. Clough what, was, was big dad? and Kenny was big in Kenny my life. Nielsen. Kenny Nielsen. And, um, Oh, I had a picture I should have brought on here. Um, Gene Stivers, you know, rest in peace. He just passed. And um, so that was it. I was just always this little grommet, this little this little mutt running around trying to get everybody's attention and um, getting in trouble and picking on people and roller skating because that's what we did. And uh, we Thanks, get, Augie. Get, uh, oh, you can see him on there? Yeah, there are people. Okay. Elliot that. throws up. Yay, Elliot. I see something for you. Yep. Yes, you do, John Rowe. That, that's right. <laughs> Shayla this? has the fish market. Okay, down this stuff Dana Point Harbor. is amazing. Okay, something's fishy. I want this in my store right away. So hit me up. With um, the fish market, it's yeah. very, very fishy smell. Not because the fish smell, but because of their clothes and everything no, else. It's, got no, clothes. I'll tell you what it is. I'll tell you what it is. Okay, okay hold okay. on. Sorry. No, no, you, no, it's not the fish. It's the smoked fish. So we're a wet market because we're constantly processing our own seafood in the back there. So it's always wet. And the smoker is back there. So when you're smoking the fish, the smoke gets stuck in the water. So it's, we call it the eternal stench. But it's I not, got it. It's not a fish. Okay. It's a smoke smell. And it's All right. stinchy. But let's not get ahead of ourselves. Let's not go fish market. No, yet. okay. So you and I and your brother... And I'm just a few years older than both of you, but we grew up in the harbor, in yeah. Dana Point Harbor. Like literally. And uh, <laughs> Shayla, as we when we were little kids, her brother was break dancing all over the harbor, and Shayla was running around with purple hair and pink hair. He had a piece of linoleum <laughs> that he would put out on that center little island in the in the harbor, the one where you turn the corner and almost hit everybody. And he would roll the linoleum out in his big MC Hammer pants <laughs> and, and his little yeah. white tank top and all his tattoos. And he would bring his big boom box and he'd roll out the linoleum and he'd break dance right there in the middle. As you all know, Todd's a showman and he always has been since yeah. he was a little kid. Yeah. And there was a place in the harbor when we were little kids called uh, 
the skate arcade. Skate arcade. Skate arcade, right at the top of the dock where I work, because I'm a little older than they the are. The Manzer dock. So on the Manzer dock, the boardroom dock, and at the end, when you would walk off, you'd walk right into the arcade. It was like right at the top of the dock, and and Shayla and her little friends. I would go shuck four oysters for Kyoko at the fish market to get two quarters to give to my brother to take me fishing on his little skiff out at the bait dock. <laughs> crazy True story. Times. We were the crazy little kids running around down there, thought we were thought we were all that in a bag of chips, though, because our dads were super famous. Super famous. They super were famous. super famous, and we got to fish with them. Hey, Frank. Frank Brennan. <laughs> hey. So it was kind of cool growing up, Manzer and Hanson. I mean, like your brother and I used to tell everybody, my dad owns half the harbor and Todd's dad owns the other half. And your, that was your dad. And that's how we would run around as little snot-nosed brat kids. We thought we were all that in a bag of chips. I was the true entitled. Right? Yeah. Right. Even I, didn't, though, I didn't know. I didn't know unprivileged. <laughs> we didn't. Yeah, but. We did. We thought we were privileged because we were running around the harbor. Our but we dads were. didn't have nothing either. None of us had anything, but we sure thought we had. We, really it. we thought we, really we had it all. Maybe our dads were captains running the boats, and we were snot nosed little. Everybody kids. knew about it. I remember getting pulled over from being out past. You know, I don't even know if it was a curfew, but late by the cops, and literally. Telling him who my dad Kurt is. Lindy's son works it for you. And then all that happened Look, was like a couple. Out. His okay. son works for you. Who's that? Kurt Lindy. Who's your son? His son works at John's. Lindy. Lindy. Okay. Okay. Well, he'll tell so, us. What's his first name? Well, he'll tell okay. us. So, uh, well, we got to get into the kids because that's sorry. the most important. We're thing going the to kids. the fish market okay. in a little bit. This is going to be a great show. I'm telling you, step back, relax. Oh, there's a lot. You're going to hear a lot of history <laughs> down in Dana Point Harbor, gang. It was crazy yeah. times growing up there as kids. Yeah. It was incredible. It was so fun. It was right? really fun. I mean, all around the whole area. I mean, but the harbor especially. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it was Carter. a special time. Do you have someone? Oh, Carter. Carter. Okay, so that's why, because Carter's new. I love Carter. We are going to put Carter this on is every boss. summer shift. This is Carter's That kid, boss. I don't know what you did, but he knows how to work. And, wow. And I, not one day of training, very he nice. just started busting. I said, very, very nice. I videotaped him for a little, for a little snappy chat thing or you, uh, TikTok, TikTok. YouTube thing, Snappy and I asked thing. him what the best. See, why did he all. want to work at John's? He said because he loves to be a bus boy, and I'm just like, yes, this kid fits in perfect. Wow, so, incredible! Yeah, Carter's good, Carter's but good. thank you, Kurt, very much. Yeah, but going back to Dana Point Harbor, like Eric and you and I were talking when we were having dinner tonight. Life was just so much simpler and easier back then. I mean, we drank out of the hose, we drank out of the water spigots in the harbor. We just ran amok and just carried on and did whatever. Life was so much freer and easier. There was none of this. There were none of these. Thank gosh. Because you and I would be in jail. We would be in jail. (laughs) But there were no phones. There was nobody recording what we were doing. There was nobody calling. If you needed to call somebody, you had to get a dime and go to that pay phone right in front of my dad's office. And help the answer. And, And you would call. And you would either call. The Jolly Roger? Right. Or, or down the hatch. Down the hatch and try to get hold of our parents. Because or you call the office and have them say their name over the last hey, Because if they were on the boat and you needed to get a hold of them, you call Dana Wharf and, and have them page them over the loudspeaker onto the boat. And then our dads would come up and we'd be standing by the payphone and then that 
we would ambush them. Yes. That's how it we was. We needed money. When we were little, we needed money to play. So do you know why game. we drink out of the hose? Because we weren't allowed inside. Yeah, you didn't get You had to stay outside. We weren't allowed to go in the office or on the bus. Yeah, we were just snot-nosed little brat kids. We yeah. couldn't go inside. So then, Shayla, you went, you didn't do the fishing thing. No. You didn't. I mean, you you do it now and you do it. The level that she's done this at, gang, it's going to blow your mind when we get into the stories of where she's been and what she's done. But So you went out and just, we're, we're a girl. I was a girl. I was mom. You went out for a girl and then became mom. a mommy. Mm -hmm. Best job I ever had. Yes. And you have two beautiful daughters. Yes, and now you have Katie and Lukey. And you have a couple of grandchildren already. Yep. And that's hopefully pretty more special, soon. right? Mm -hmm. That's pretty special, huh? Fucking and then uh, around. Then you came back to the harbor. Yes. You did all that. You went out to be a mom and raised some children. And then you came back to the harbor. Because I thought I wanted to be, I thought, what could I do in my later years? That I don't have to, you know, go through years and years of school that would be easy on my bones and my body when I get older. And you and I said, I want to drive boats. She wants to be a captain. I wanted to be a captain. And she is so a captain. She got a captain. I, I did, I did, but yeah. And then you went to work down at the wharf. I went you want to know the story? Yeah, let's, okay, let's, let me tell you no, the we all story. do. Everybody okay, watching. So we got it was a well thought out plan, okay? So my nephew, Tyler, left some clothes at my house, and I said, I'm going to go down to Dana Wharf, and I'm going to use my power and my name, right, because everybody still loves me, but they just haven't seen me in a long time, very much, and I'm going to go talk to Donna, and I'm going to get on the boat, my sister. And, and I'm going to get a deckhand job so I can start getting my seat time to get my captain's license, right? So I go down, but the only shirt that he had in there was a Catalina Express t-shirt. Okay, so I go down and I talk to Donna, and Donna and I we've been the same since children, right? So and, and and I'm like, so yeah, I'm thinking about getting my captain's license. She's like, oh my god, I would love to have a female captain, blah 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 blah. blah. And she, you know, and this is like, I don't know when, not a good time. Was they weren't looking for help, right? And I'm like, okay, so what do I do? Like, right? I think I go to Donna and I just get a job. Well, no, I know that's different now. And um, and she goes and she looks at my shirt and she goes. Oh, where'd you get the Catalina Express shirt? Well, I need someone on parking. I'm like, I'll do it. <laughs> I'm like, great. So I did Catalina Express right. for five years. Yeah, and that's I what love I was... that job. So, so what I got out of it though, what I got out of it though, was that I got to get reintroduced back into the harbor, back into my fellowship of friends and family and everybody down there and just kind of watch everything and see how everything was going and where I fit in, what I wanted to do and what kind of was there for me at the time. And, um, and yeah, that's, that's what I did. I had, you know, I hadn't hung out with my dad and my brother for many years, you know, I mean, except for birthday parties and Christmas and stuff. So I got to see them for a couple minutes every day and, you know, they got to know me a little bit and right. Corey Hall and, and everybody down there got to kind of, you know. They didn't know you. They didn't because, know me. No, you weren't there when. Because what we do now, what you do, what you and Todd do, that is a daily grind. Fishing, being a fisherman, being a boat captain, being on the boats, that kind of work is labor. That's, that is intense work. So you guys are, you live in your job. We, I live in my job now. Right. And so what, you know, I live somewhere else. But you did that for a little while for my family. Right. And then and you then, said, I want to go try check out something else. And I you needed went, to get on a boat. Watch this. You guys won't even believe this. Watch this. I want to show you something. 
Then you went. Oh, yeah. D- so, gang, you watch this TV show called Deadliest Catch? Well, she went and she. she I worked on all the boats. Shayla's an extremist. So she I'm a dancer. She doesn't do anything little bit. She went from showing you where to park in the harbor to I'm going to go work on the deadliest catch boats. And she did it at the highest. She was there. She did it, gang. Yeah, they didn't realize that I wasn't really a fishing princess. <laughs> well, you were walking the name, around. The, the name, name got me there. The, the name. name got me there. So a friend of mine, Paul, uh, rest his soul, um, Paul Garcia and Chris Garcia, Paul called me up drunk one night. I didn't know he was drunk at the time. He said, well, because I put on my Facebook, you know, I mean, I was, I just turned 40 and, um, or was Think about, of that, about girls. to. Think of that. Yeah. Ladies, and she just turned 40. I, when I just, I was just about went, to turn 40. Yeah. She went to Alaska. Yeah. To go deadliest catch fish. Learn You've seen I that learn. show. Yeah. Okay. We're going to pull the picture down. We'll put it back up again in a minute. And so you went out there and worked for them boys, right? Yeah. I just took a kind of a different thing. It was very, oh, I fell in love. I, that's when I fell in love with the, well, okay. So that's when I fell in love with boating and the harbor and the fishing industry and the work. And I knew I was home. I knew I was home. So not necessarily there, but I knew where my love was, you know, because the the kids, the kids weren't little anymore and I can't do that again. And that was my most favorite thing in the world to do. And that's only part time is being a mommy. And so you know, now what? Now, how do you find out what your true passion is? What do you find? How do you find out what you really want to do? And the, I remember the first time going into Seattle, I cry right now. First time going into Seattle and just seeing the big ports, the little harbors, all of the fishing. So I got goosebumps. All over A my little different right than Dana Point Harbor. It was <laughs> more than I could imagine. And so then I go in, they, they put me in a hotel and then they you know, and I have no idea. I mean, I, Paul never called me back. He just like said, do this, 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 and this. And I did that, 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 and that. And then this next person said, do this, 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 and this. And, and I did then that, you're that, on that, your that, way that. And Seattle. then you're on your way, right? And then um, I didn't even know what to wear. I thought, don't laugh. <laughs> don't freaking laugh. I thought, okay, Alaska was an island. Get that, okay? That's how smart I am because on the map, you got Hawaii over here and you got Alaska over here. They never put two and two together until that moment. It was a, it was a fleeting thing, right? Okay, I didn't do good in school. I didn't have to. I was a man. <laughs> I got away with everything. So, so you know, I, I, I go oh and, and, and I get there. And it's all connected. And um, <laughs> and then they tell me and then- you Take know, it easy there. Take go, it easy. <laughs> Calm down. Remember- she was a mommy, and she was the best mommy that she could possibly be. Calm down. On that map, it looks like Alaska's an island. Just relax. Okay, calm down. There's a lot right. of islands. Right? Just take it easy. Okay, come on. So, a lot of it is. I'm like, wait, it's just for a second. I was just like, is it an island? There's yeah. a lot of The Aleutian yeah. Islands. It was yeah, like, yeah. It happened yeah, so fast. It happened so Alaska. fast. So, anyway, so then... So then I got to Seattle and they put me in a hotel and it was just the whole time really highly respectful. So there was zero tolerance company. They were very strict about no drugs and alcohol, which is right up my alley. Because we're sober. Because we're sober. We're sober. Because we're sober. Yeah, we're sober. And, um, she went up there at 40. Oh, years sober. Yeah, sober. Sober. Yeah. Yeah, we were sober and she still thought it was an island. So calm down. <laughs> 
Just calm down. Just take it easy. I only had to go to sixth grade. I was a manser. They pushed right, me through right. everything. I had we didn't privileges. Go to school. I didn't go to school. That's why you need to stay in school. That's why you need to stay. Absolutely. You don't want to. You don't want to think Alaska's an island. You got to stay. In <laughs> I probably should have said that one. No, it's okay. <laughs> it's okay. Most people don't even know who the president is right now. So don't oh, worry yeah. about it. I don't think he knows. Okay, so um, then I got up there and they gave me a taxi to go down to do drug testing, physical, all that stuff. Great. I mean, I think anybody with any amount of journaling can get through any of that. Then they put you on another plane and that plane goes to Alaska. It goes to Anchorage. And then they put you on a smaller plane. That one takes you to like King Cove. Then they put you on a little tiny helicopter. That one takes you to North Naknik. And then they take you to a little tiny, tiny, tiny little helicopter. And that one will take you out to, to the, the ship. To the Bering Sea, right onto the uh, shore of wherever, you know, the closest that your boat is. Come on. Yeah. I got seasick the first time I went out there. Well, yeah, everybody. We watch that show. Every oh. greenhorn gets seasick. Yeah. It's a gnarly ocean, right? It's gnarly. It's gnarly. So you're in the you're in like Bristol Bay at first, and it's like really mellow, and you think you guys, you think okay. you're studs. You think Dude, you're good. You guys think you're studs. <laughs> she did it. She did it. Yeah, and that then you try a... to go out, and so that's a glorious picture, of course. And that ain't a pretend that's a, picture. That's it's a not Photoshop, no. guys. No, and that's actually a small crab compared to some of them. That was a pretty gnarly situation. So you you know you end up having to cut bait while you're going through like you know. What ten foot waves, but they're coming from every angle, every angle. It's like a washing machine. Yeah, and you're on like a hundred and fifty thousand year old boat. <laughs> <laughs> Not like the yacht made you of on. wood. Not like wood that. and plugs everywhere. But it was amazing, and um, and and I was extremely respected and taught everything. They they just you know they were never. Never, uh, never, I never missed a beat up there. It was really great. I didn't like the first time I tried crabbing, so I didn't have to stay. I only did two weeks. <laughs> so then I But went, you did two weeks. But I did two weeks. And then I, well, it was the end of the season anyways when he threw me up there. And he threw me up there on that boat because he wanted me on the on the one certain boat. Um, the, the first boat that I actually deckhanded on, so that was just a service on that boat. So when it, the first one that I actually deckhanded on was um, the Tuck Sydney. The Tuck Sydney the year before, and this is where the story of being rescued comes in. So the Tuck Sydney. Well, I don't know that one. Don't yeah. jump ahead. Yeah. All right. So the Tuck Sydney was a little one, a little five, five, uh, five crew tender. So they went out to Bristol Bay, basically in the Bristol Bay area, to offload boats. Uh, of their salmon during the openers and um, it was purse staining and then you would separate all the all the salmon out and um, and then night driver or anchor watch and stuff like that. And they would so, go on you so, guys would take the fish so from then the we would take it back to yeah so they could continue fishing plant. yeah exactly we would take right. it to the processing plant and they and would take on. the stuff to and the then process. we'd also sell them like food and anything that they needed so it was, a, it was a, a true tinder job. So that one, towards the end of that season, I caught a high fever. And um, they thought that I had appendicitis. So we anchored up in uh, just right below uh, Sitka. And um, wasn't that the Sitka? Yeah. And, um, and it was so beautiful. I just remember it being so beautiful. But I caught like 105 fever. It was really bad. So I was passed out. They came and they put ice on me and they, they got me into, I had to go up to the wheelhouse because I had to go onto the radio if I could 
um, to acknowledge to the Coast Guard. And I couldn't make it up the stairs. So they called the Coast Guard in. The Coast Guard came in. Um, they had me, they had to put me out on deck. Oh, and they I came should, in with I a helicopter, right? They came in. So they came in with a helicopter. I got, that gave me so much a drill. I was so excited. <laughs> so excited. You got to get to get Holy shit. Like, like, they're, like really, literally. And I thought it was going to cost me money. It was going to cost them money. This is actually part of our country, you guys. This is the, those men and women, they're there to, they, the God, that job that they do is just so, um, so selfless and, um, and really hard. So all of a sudden, you know, this helicopter circles around on this beautiful island. It's hotter, hotter up there than it is down here in California at that time. And, um, and I had a cell phone. We didn't have service, but I had a cell phone that I was taking pictures on. And I'm out on the deck with my, with like this blanket, cause I'm shivering cause I have a fever and all of them are standing way back. And I'm like in the center of the deck on the boat waiting for this helicopter. This guy comes down, his name is Cameron. This guy like comes down. So I sat on my phone and I put my phone up and took like video of him coming down. And oh, wow. I get up there and before passing out up there, you know, they say, is it okay if we film you? Uh, and I guess it was on. She Coast made Coast. the TV show. Coast Guard. <laughs> Coast Guard Alaska. Alaska. It's she was the on lure, the show. The lure of okay. Alaska. You guys can't believe it. This is how badass she is. Okay? She got airlifted. <laughs> And she made, not only did she get airlifted off the boat, but she's a manser. So actually, actually going to be on TV. Yeah, I got to be on TV. They filmed it. Yeah. She was on so, Coast Guard Alaska. You can go see the episode. To that. What's the episode So called? the year before that. No, what's boat? the episode Oh, called? yeah. Uh, the Lure of Alaska. The Lure, Lure of Alaska. You guys. The can, Alaskan Lure or something like that. You can yeah. YouTube. And it's it. the full, the, the whole show, because the first half of the show is about those five crew members that the year before saved five people because there was a big storm and the coast guard couldn't get to all the boats so they just decided on their own that they were going to go out and rescue them and they, they got the medal of honor and they got this big huge you know um, wow appreciation so they gave back the favor and then i passed out i remember them saying over the radio we're just paying back all the gifts you gave us last year and then i passed how out cool and that? how cool is that wow how yeah unbelievable i didn't have appendicitis i had my gallbladder quit so we ended up having surgery in that's Seattle. a big deal yeah <laughs> got on okay. TV. However, you got to do it, right? Girl? And you did fished on the deadliest catch boats, and you were up there with all yeah. the boys in Alaska. Yeah. And we can talk about that. That could okay. be a whole show. That could. But now she comes back to Dana Point, mm -hmm. and I'm at a point in my when I'm running this big the Hatteras. You guys see a lot of the videos and a lot of the pictures on and stuff. And I'm running this Hatteras, and my deckhand at the time had some medical problems. And yeah. I. I uh, asked Shayla if she wanted to come work on the boat with me because I, I needed I needed a deckhand and she wanted to be she wanted more sea time. She needed some more sea time. She needed time to get her captain's license. Plus, she wanted to go fish. She wanted to because fish. that year before I was in in Alaska watching the summer tuna breakout where the guy caught literally caught a tuna on the dock in the harbor. I'm like next year yeah. I'm fishing in My California. My buddy Kevin speared one off the dock yeah. in Dana Point Harbor. It's got millions and millions of views on YouTube. Guy spears a tuna in Dana Point Harbor. It's a radical video but I'm like I'm, not, I'm gonna be there. So later. it was 2014 and I asked Shayla if she would come work on the wild and sack with me and you accepted the challenge and you took the job and Gang, at this time, we were fishing every single day. 
it was uh, 2014, 2015. It was the last El Nino when those Wahoos showed up, when all the crazy stuff was going on. Shayla was my deckhand. And uh, that was the year that that bluefin showed up. And and if you say, oh, that bluefin was your old, well, no one had caught it yet. And uh, that that was the year that we found that bluefin. And we not only, we, we were knocking the living bejesus out of the yellowfin every day. We were having, you were having so much fun, right? We, were we catching any fish? We were catching so many fish. <laughs> I have so many pictures where I'm all over the deck with fish. And that was, yeah, that was, really that was an incredible time, right? That and was, then, yeah, all of a sudden, we're catching all this yellowfin day in and day out, day in and day out. And, and then who came in and showed us the kite? Uh, Jeff from the Cowboy. But we found this bluefin one day, and I know there was a lot of you that found them, but you know what? You had, you had forgotten to tell anybody. So my buddy okay, was huge. My buddy was on the cowboy, Jeff Richardson, and I'm on Wild and Sack, and we're we're about five miles apart, but we can see each other in the gyro stabilizing binoculars. And between us are just no other boats, grease flat ocean, and just hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of two hundred pound bluefin are just everywhere, and he's catching them, and we aren't because. We don't know how to spell kite, let alone have a kite. We don't have a kite. We don't have a kite rod. We don't have a kite nothing. We don't have a rubber flying fish. We don't got nothing. But I do have friends in the industry. So I called up Jeff that night and I said, well, how, what, how, what, what'd you do? How'd you do it? Where'd you do it? What'd you do? He said, hey, Hanson. And Jeff used to work for the family. He used to work for Dan Orr Sport Fishing, but he's a big time yacht captain. And Wasn't it on the Superstar download? fishing. Oh, yeah. This was, uh, don't tell anybody, keep this quiet, don't tell anybody. I know you already were all doing it. I know that. So just calm down and don't leave those comments because we already know you were doing it way, way before, before. We, before. We already know that. You did it at a way better, higher level. We know that. But Jeff came out and he, and he brought his kite and his kite reel and he showed us how to do it. And we basically went down into Mexico and we caught our first kite fish with his deckhand. Remember his, he gave us his deckhand and, um, and uh, Brian, Brian and Brian went with us and he showed us how to do it. And we caught our first fish on the kite in 2015 that we, and I'm just being honest, we didn't know poop from Chinola how to do any of it. Not but we all paid attention and mm -hmm. we learned. And I'm telling you, we learned because I, I wanted to do it. I wanted to start catching these things. And I knew I could find them. I just didn't know how to catch them. So Shayla was there. We did a lot when we got the of first, different stuff. We had when, to try a lot of different things, a lot of different ways, a lot of different winds. It's a whole nother driving with the balloon and the, and the kite. And it's not as easy as you think when you're, especially when you're watching this fish all around you and you're just like, we got to get it up. And you're freaking <laughs> out. <laughs> like you got to get them. And so Brian showed us how to do it. And we did it with the double trouble that day. We did a live mackerel. We put it right in a, we put it in 20 foamers. And then finally we got one to bite and we got it. And we get caught it. Get the picture. 75. No, no, no. That was the 75 oh. pounder. Then we went out the next time by ourselves. Shayla, I, and my good friend Spider, and then my boss at the time, and his wife, and their two yes. children. Okay? Best. And we go out there, and I'm in the gyros, and I see these 
giants, and there was no boats at this time. I know now you can't even comprehend that, but in 2015, there were no boats. There was nobody out there but us. And there was no competition. There was no one. And then I saw Pete Grosbeck off like seven, eight miles away from me in the gyros. I saw him. And then I saw Jeff like three or four miles below me. But there was like no small boat. There was no competition. It was just like we had this world at 2015 to ourselves in the beginning. It was like 2015 to 2016. Yeah. And it was spectacular. (laughs) And this was the first day we tried doing it by ourselves. And there are spot after spot after spot at two two to 300 pound fish all over the place. And the other two boats that are out there, they're bit, but I'm still, we're trying to figure this kite thing out. And uh, Shayla and, and Kenny Spider are down there on the deck working this kite and our boss is down there and we don't really know what we're doing, but we're going to bring this rubber flying fish through the first, we got it set up so that the wind's blowing perfect and this Rubber flying fish is going to go right into this breezer of big bluefin. And we are like so excited because we none of us have ever seen it before. I'm just being honest. And this little rubber flying fish is skipping into the middle of the bluefin. And all of a sudden, you would have thought we won the lottery. Dude, that was just insane. We that fight, so just loud. watching that fight. I could see it slow motion in my head. Like it was just like. And it ate it. And our boss fought this fish for it. We didn't know what we were doing. We didn't know anything about keeping the boat in gear, walking it down swell. We had this fish in the death circle for an hour and he would come up right on the surface on the outside. Then he would dive down the way you guys do it all when you're doing it the wrong way. And he would come up on the outside on the surface and he would dive underneath the boat and go around and he was doing this death circle for an hour. And then the hook pulled out like he was 200 or 20 feet down just out of gaff range and the hook pulled out. And we all stood there and That's we were just. the day I fell in love with Bluefin. We were like, oh, you can't, this couldn't have just happened. No, it fell out. And I was like, hold on a second. I see another giant school. Get everything ready. Still, there were no boats. I'm just telling you, there was no boats. So there was just no competition. Back and get another one. <laughs> so we put the kite back up. We swung back around and it's going and it's skipping along and it's skipping along and it's skipping along and it goes through the first school. And it goes right over the top of them, and none of them eat it. And then out of nowhere, this fish broke off from the pack and came like he was just, like from the outside. Like he was so pissed on the off. Outside wake. <laughs> and he jumped out of the water and ate this thing. And I couldn't believe it. We were bit again in like five minutes, gang. You can't even you can't even make this up. Shayla was there. I'm not I know I embellish a lot. But Shayla was there. God, we fought days. this one for another hour and a half into the dark. We put that fish on the boat <laughs> at nine o'clock at night in the pitch black dark, right? I look like a sumo wrestler. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That, all we wanted to do was get that freaking flyer back out again. We just wanted to get that fish in so we could get it back out again. A lot of lessons. And we a learned a ton on that trip. And yeah. Shayla was the decade. Shayla was it. She was it. And so then, yeah. but you won't even believe this. So we fought two fish in three and a half hours. And we have, remember, we have two little children on the boat. Little. Bradley and, Bradley and, Ky- and uh, Cayman. Cayman were little. little. They were little kids. And trying to keep them 
involved in trying to keep it. So what does Shayla do? We had a bunch of balloons that we would use to fly the kite and we had a bunch of helium. So Shayla, while all this poop show was going on, Shayla had a full on dance party inside the salon of the boat. With, she blew up all the balloons with helium. I went inside the salon. I couldn't even believe it. It they was were, dark. I knew we weren't going to fish anymore. Music was playing. They're having a dance party. The kids are having the time of their lives. We're out on the back deck high-fiving. Oh, my gosh. It was unbelievable, right? Yeah. It was incredible. It was incredible. And then you had so much fun working for me. You decided that you wanted to go back to Alaska. <laughs> right? You had so much fun. I had fun. goals, and we'll get to those in a minute. She had so much fun that she tells me when we start to re-power uh, the boat that she's going to, she's gone. She, this is it. I'm done. So I hired my buddy, Mike Maddox, who now is running a big 66-foot Who biking. I taught how to do the kite. <laughs> right. Shayla, now she's teaching people how to fly the kite. She's going on. You used to go out on my client's. Yeah. My members of my website boats with them and show them how to fly the kite, right? If you need we to know how to fly the kite and Dave's not available, come hit me up. I need some money, you know? We became experts of the kite. We didn't even know how to spell kite. Now, all of a sudden, we're running kite lessons and we're taking people out and showing them how to do it. It was pretty incredible. I like to see the life. new ways that people have of doing the kite. Like, they have the frozen flying fish now. Yeah. I'm like, that's cool. Back in those days, we were using the rubber ones. Yeah. But... Everything evolves and everything changes and you got to be ready to change. And that's why we were successful because we change yeah. all the time. I never stopped learning. I'm always learning. But I was very blessed to have Shayla with me at the time. And the bosses loved her and she was good with the kids. And she was great because she could shop and she could go get the food and stuff. Because I was doing everything at the time. It was it's absolutely gnarly. And Kelly was selling boats in Newport and we were both working our asses off. So you were a great help to us. I could so pick thank very, very guys. much. And she kept the bosses very, very happy, too. Yeah. So everybody was real happy. But then you left and you went back to Alaska again, right? I did. Yeah. I had to do a final season. And go so see I did cod, if you really pollock, didn't like it. Cod, pollock, herring, and salmon. So, yeah. And, and then what happened? There was, there was some intent to that, though. Yeah? Yeah. So talk about it. So there was a plan. So, um, well, that time, at that time... Um, at the same time, I realized that both of my parents, Sharon and my dad, my stepmom and my dad, were not in the shape that they would have liked to have been health-wise to be running um, our family restaurant. And it looked, it looked as though, because they had been trying to sell it, but because of the harbor situation um, at that time, which is a lot like the stuff going on at this time, um, you know, there wasn't really much to sell. So they weren't really having any luck with that. And, um, and I know that they were getting, you know, that they were getting to the point where, you know, they were, it was really, it was kind of, they were struggling with it because they didn't want to close the doors on it because it's our family. It's a huge community right. situation. It would be really, really sad. And, um, and then at the same time, you know, the way that the build, the, the way that we, they, they started out as a little family restaurant, you know, it was never like some big, huge restaurant that, you know, made all this sorts of money and just made a living and um, for them. And so, 
you know, to hire someone to come in to actually take it over, it wasn't really something that was, you know, um, really getting a lot of really good applicants in. So it wasn't really being taken care of. Right. And so I was working for your sister at the time. And your sister plays a, a huge vital part in this because um, of just things that she would say and the examples that she showed. And, you know, and many times sitting there at the window at Catalina Express with Kelly, England, um, she would say, why aren't you over there? Why aren't you running the fish market? And, you know, and it just, it just was always the same answer until one day it wasn't, but it was like, well, there's no money in it. You know, and I'd ask my dad and Sharon, I'd be like, you know, do you want some help here? They're like, no, you know, like it was hard for them. You know, it was hard getting into their older years and the way that it looked for them and the way that it is for them, you know, is different than it is for my age and, you know, this time in my life and someone younger. And so, um, so I worked there for a little bit under the conditions that they were under and, um, and I decided that I was going to go think about it. So that's when I went and thought about it. Right. And so I went to Alaska and one of the things that I could do best in Alaska was that I could really kind of see things a little bit clearer. It's real fucking busy in California. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Oops. It's really busy in California. It's, it's extremely uh, stressful sometimes in the restaurant industry and in the fishing industry and, you know, in, in, in the public. And, and where everybody knows you. Yeah, and everybody knows it's you. It's hard to have a second to talk. Yeah, and plus I'm, you know, I'm socially. And I'm, there was yeah. another big thing was going on too with the mom. With so, my biological mom, right. with Katie. My yeah. mom was passing away. Right. My mom had so passed away. There was a lot of stuff yeah. going on. Yeah, there was right a lot then. of stuff. You needed a timeout. You needed, needed a break. I needed to figure out what to was going to go walk happen. away for a minute and figure life out, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah, that was kind of the place to kind of put it on paper. Because I got a lot of alone time out in the water out there. Because you have to do a minimum of, of 90 days. And a lot of that time, you're just sitting there fishing. Like your own fishing, <laughs> like you're just sitting at, you know, just waiting, waiting, waiting for, for openings. To go unload. Yeah, go waiting offload. for openings to waiting go get for fish. the offload. Yeah. Hold on one second. Stay right on this. We got to just show you guys something. Hey, gang, on that show last week we did with the War Heroes, Larry and the guys over at Pacific Sport Fishing Alliance want to make sure that everybody understands that they are on the silent auction, they're giving away a great trip. To Alaska to their lodge up there. So make sure that you hit that QR code and go over there and look at what they have going on at Pacific Sport Fishing Alliance. It's a big deal what's going on over there. He's a huge, huge contributor to War Heroes on Water, which is near and dear to my heart, as you saw and you listened to the show last week and what all the cool things that are going on. So make sure that you hit that QR code right now and grab the information and go over there and see what they got going on at Pacific Sport Fishing Alliance. I'm telling you, you want a trip of a lifetime? You want to go check this out, gang. There is so much going on. He's got so many cool trips. He's got trips going out of San Diego on boats like the Success. He's got the lodge up in Alaska. He's got the lodge down in Lopez Mateo. He's got the other lodge over at, um, uh, over just outside Aubrey Ojos. And there's here, hold on one second. Look at this. All right, gang, what a great interview we're having here. We'll get right back to it in just a second. But check out Pacific Sport Fishing Alliance. Larry. And check out Larry. Check out the whole operation. Make sure you grab that QR code. 
don't don't be shy. It's easy. It's free. Check it out. Go over there and look at all the different things he's got going on. And uh, I know he has some openings on that trip going on the success. So check it all out. Go over there, look at it, and understand that also that silent auction to support the War Heroes on Water is a big deal, and that's a big thing for them to do over there at Pacific Sport Fishing Alliance. So make sure that you uh, check them out. You won't be disappointed. Fish Trip of a lifetime, go fishing. Take away the fear of fishing in Mexico. Take away the fear of fishing in Alaska. You can go with them. With someone who knows the area, knows what's going on. <laughs> yeah, and, and there's plenty of stuff to do for your wives, plenty of stuff to do for your spouse. Just go check out Pacific Sport Fishing Alliance and Larry Hansen. Can't go wrong with that last name. It can't be bad. Check out Larry Hansen. And uh, All right, so let's go back to what we were talking about, Shayla. We're talking That's about... Awesome. I love that. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you very much. Yeah, yeah War Heroes yeah. on Water is near and dear to my heart. So... Now, you went up there to Alaska. You kicked back on the back of the boat while you're waiting for them to unload and try to figure out your life. Mm -hmm. Try to figure out <laughs> at 45 years old. Yeah. What uh, am I going to do? Yeah. I'm, I'm a grown-up now. What am I going to do? <laughs> I finally well, there was a lot up. of stuff going on. So there was a lot of family stuff going on. Yeah. A lot of, there was a lot of distance happening, a lot of things that I, don't, I didn't feel needed to happen. You know, I Thank watched, you, Patrick. Thank you. Yeah, it is the best fish and chips by far. Thank you. Um, yeah, watching, you know, watching my brother struggle, you know. I mean, my dad and my brother, you know, they, they worked together their whole lives. And um, to watch, like, everything that my dad built go downhill was really hard for my brother, you know. And um, my brother was having a hard time, too. Right. He was having a hard time. It was really hard to watch. You know, I'd, I was in the – I was – I'd be working at the Catalina Express and I would hear people talk shit about the fish market or they'd be saying, you know, nothing about the fish market. And it was just wrong. It was just yeah, all Yeah, because wrong. it's such an integral part of the Yeah, point. it was huge. Such and a I was huge like, part of so the I went, I went and I, I did a couple of business plans and I looked at a couple of different things and I did a lot of research because we had Wi-Fi by then in Alaska on the phones. I mean, on the boats. And so, and I looked into the fact that the, um, that the, and and by this time, by at this time, while I'm working at at Kelly Express and Dana Wharf, there, I'm also integrating myself into the harbor business meetings. Like right. I'm going for my parents because they just stopped going and because Donna's they're just like you not going. And your sister is like throwing me little little treasures of like pointers that I, you know some of them I don't even Donna's, I don't even think she knows that she has that she did I just but she's like, a phenomenal just stayed like behind her and just kind of listened well. and watched her you know and a lot of watching her and I know and I know she knows because she got my thank you cards all the time for randomly stupid ideas she thinks but she has no idea how how intricate in my life that she is so whenever she you get a thank you card Donna just remember it's because I I watch you and you you are the best. She's awesome. Yeah. And so, um, but I saw an opportunity that I was like learning on. And so I came back uh, after, after cod season, that's when I left you, cod season, which is uh, April, May. And I asked Sharon, my stepmom, that was at this time, pretty much basically running the fish market from the back by herself. And, um, you know, my dad's paralyzed and moved to where Marietta, I think, or he moved shortly after that. And, um, and I asked her what she wanted with the fish market. 
And, you know, and she just, she just wished that she could continue and she just wished that she had the oomph to up and do it. And, you know, and she just wants it to be, you know, our family legacy. She just wants it to be okay. And, you know, and so we just started having lunches and we started talking and then I went back and I did herring and then I came back and I had more questions for her. And then I realized, and I, and I learned, I didn't realize I learned that the county was going to lease it out to a private investment company to do the revitalization. Cause this is where our problem stands. And this we the Dana do, point partner. Yeah. We could do a whole story on this, but maybe we can get through this pretty quickly. <laughs> so we were going to, they were going to put in, um, you guys know what's going on down in Dana point Harbor. They were going to rebuild the whole Harbor. They were going to rebuild the whole Harbor and they raised the rent 300% on one day. They just decided raise the rent 300%. And then they took away all the leaseholders in the Harbor they didn't renew any of their leases. So that's why there was a mass exodus of all the stores there because no one got their leases renewed. My family did because of my father and my sister. They, they saw they this coming in. and they saw what was happening and they got in there and they, my dad fought very, very hard to make sure, just like he fought very hard for all of us. But what happened down in Dana Point Harbor is absolutely tragic because yeah, well, it's tragic over and over again is what's really making it extremely difficult. But there is a, there is a, a there is hope. Yeah, there's Be always believe hope. it or not. In the there's end, always there's hope. hope. But it's over and over again. So this is this is the fourth time that it's failed. So you know, so we haven't had a lease. So we're on thirty days. Imagine for, for that running years. your business only thirty <laughs> for the last days. fifteen years. Only knowing that you're going to have for 30 days. Yeah. You're going to have it for Not that they days. would. So, so that, that, that's what kind of, that, that's what kind of like enticed me. So like, I'm not really a business person per se. I am now, but I wasn't back then, but I could do enough homework to see if it was worth something to maybe put a little bit of energy into and um, not money. Right. But, but energy. Yeah, you because know, your family energy. already owned it. Right. So what can so we do to tweak what it? Can we make do? It what can we do? What do I want out of it? What does my family need out of it? So um, so part-time, the little thing that you don't know, part-time working in Alaska, part-time being a mom, you know, before that and everything, and then part-time your your cap your your deckhand deck and Catalina Express and all this other stuff. My whole life, I've been a cocktail waitress. Most of the time, either at the Villa Mexican restaurant or at the Coach House. Right. And so yeah, that's what I even, know by nature. We didn't even talk <laughs> about the Coach House. So by nature, I know the restaurant industry. So that's kind of where I navigated towards. So you look at it all and you look and see if there's opportunity there. And so then I went and I investigated on who was going to be, you know, uh, financing this revitalization, who was going, who they already had on board that was taking the bids for the work, for the job, and what the probability of it was, right? So the outcome looked really good to maybe move forward into um, upsizing John and doing a little bit different where, you know, John does the processing for the harbor, you know, and I had all these really simple, easy today, up-to-date, you know, um, solutions that we wanted John's to John's Fish do. Market, gang, is what we're talking about. John's Fish Market, Dana Point Harbor. Yeah, and uh, we'll, we got a picture here I'll show you. This is uh, one of Shayla's employees, and this that's is the Martha. Fish Martha has been with us since the beginning. 
So this was the first day that we had beer and wine. This was my brother's idea, Todd Manser. He said, we need to get beer and wine in there. So we got beer and wine in there. Absolutely. So that was the You're very first thing that I did when I got in there was that um, it took us a year of going through all of the hoops and whatnot. But, you know, when we grew up, it was a family restaurant. And they wanted, my parents wanted to keep it a family restaurant. You wanted to go get drunk, you could go down to Turks, or, right. which was down the hatch, or go to Jolly Roger, or, you know, up to, Let's, you know, wherever, Captain's Anchorage, <laughs> you know, but that, not the fish market. But, you know, nowadays it's different, you know, and we have about 50-50. We have the locals, which are, you know, extremely many more than we did growing up. And then we also have the tourism coming in. So it completes the experience of any restaurant. So we're getting there. We've got a lot of new ideas that we're going to be bringing in, which are just regular restaurant ideas. But real quick, let's just jump over to something. While you were figuring this out, you had a bitching opportunity because we did a tribute to Ralph. Oh, yeah. With your brother. We yeah. brought your brother back in because we just lost Ralph. Ralph just passed away and we brought in Todd for a tribute to Ralph. But you know what was really special for you? is You got to go on trip of a lifetime to Mag Bay with Ralph and your brother just for a few minutes. And we're going to go back to the fish market because okay. fish market is now, and this is what this show's about is we all have to support the fish market in Dana Point Harbor. It's a family owned business. It's not like going to the grocery store and buying fish. It's just in Dana Point Harbor, in the wharf, family owned. The Mansers have had it for a long, long time. Before that, it was owned by the Descalas. And they had it for a very long time. Shayla grew up there. Todd grew up there. I grew up there. We all grew up at John's Fish Market. But let's just talk about Ralph and the trip you got to do with Ralph. It was one of his last trips to Mag Bay. It was pretty spectacular. And you were there. And you got to have, and don't start crying because I'll start crying. But you got to have a pretty special time with your brother because you and your brother had never done anything like that. I am That long on a boat together, you and your bro? That was my dream. Right? I had arrived at that time. <laughs> right? That was pretty special. I mean, special. you know, it was, it was, uh, it was, I earned my stars enough for my brother to invite me to go to Mac Bay. I yeah, because you kicked butt. What a freaking blessing. You like, kicked I butt. Mean, you got to be the deckhand so, on the boat. But then not deck. only that, but Ralph and, and, um, and his buddies letting me go and knowing what it meant to me and my brother with all the stuff that was going on with my mom. So you said not cry, and that's what made me sorry. cry. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I can only, you know, I know that my brother's grieving right now really, really hard um, because Rafi was like a dad to him. Right. And, um, and, and in a lot of ways that my dad wasn't, and, you know, and my dad was the dad the way he was, and, and Rafi was, you know, continued that on for Todd. And, um yeah, he was. You got to really go to Mag Bay with your really brother, who's like one so of the So it was masters. actually Ralph that made me jump in the water. So listen to this. So I jumped in a bait ball with Marlin. And when we say Marlin, not one or not two, one. hundreds of hundreds of Marlin that you fish Free when you find a bait ball in Mexico, and then you go and you take the bait and you run it down the bait ball. No, Todd's deckhand, like all of a sudden, I turn around gets a mask on and some fins and jumps in the water. I'm like, what the hell? And he's like, yeah. Get in. Get in. And then Ralphie's like, where are you waiting for? And then like, because I don't know if my brother approved, but Ralphie approved. <laughs> so I'm like, boss. and before I could even think about, you know, Jeff Irwin and like getting stabbed, Steve Irwin, Steve Irwin and getting uh, stabbed by anything, I'm, I'm like in the water and I'm looking around and here's just, I'm like, 
deep blue. I can't even explain that blue of just fish, just Darting huge, back and forth just amazing. But not only that, I caught my first, you know, I, I fished my first marlin. I, I, um, you know, I, I, leader my first, first marlin, you know, and I got to do all that stuff. I think there, there was, it's on my Facebook, but, um, there's like, there was like 16 different fish that I caught in like a five day span that I, Crazy, never, that right. I never caught before that I only heard you guys talking about. Like, I mean, yeah, it was insane. Right. Yeah, it was like, and that's you all I needed. That with your brother. Like I could have died that after that trip. <laughs> you did that with your bro. I know. How wild. And Ralphie. Just a trip of a lifetime. Again, going to Mag Bay is, if you're a fisherman, anywhere on the planet Earth, those of you that have fished for a long time, you've heard about the stories of Mag Bay. Mag Bay is one of the most spectacular places on the Earth. You see a lot of my videos on fishing in Lopez Mateo. That's part of Magdalena Bay. That's like the magical place. All is just beautiful. It's like Jurassic Park. And everybody and, knows you guys everywhere down the line. And Todd's been doing it. <laughs> at a high, high level for a very long time. A lot of the guys look to Todd. Hey, can you give me one of your grouper spots? Hey, can you give me one of these? Can you give me one of those? And then when he picks the deckhand that's going to go with him for the trip, of, because he's been doing it for 30 years, when he picks the deckhand, that's a big deal. And for him to pick you to go, that's I know. a pretty special time. And you guys, uh, that's pretty special. And you got to do it with Ralphie at Gang. Any of you that are watching this show that fish for a living, you know, Todd, you know, but this must have been one of the most spectacular trips. You can't even comprehend. She got to see some of the most incredible fishing, but the place is incredible. And Todd knows it like he knows how to drive his car to his house every day. He can, he can do Mag Bay with his eyes closed and to be with them. Oh my God. How, how, how cool, right? How spectacular! That helped you made your decision. Well, I know, I know that. Yeah, that's what that 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 those with you and Todd and that is like, I was I was home. You can't let the family legacy die, though. No, that's why you're where you're at today. Yes, with this fish market thing, yes. gang. Which is, gang. If you're a, if you are, into family businesses and family run businesses, look at. <laughs> King crab fishing on the Bering Sea, Shayla. That's bad. So let me tell you what I know about fishing. Okay, so so I don't know. I didn't know. I don't know fishing like a lot like you guys. Like I got to experience that. What a freaking blessing for me to open up what I do know. So I know the consumption of fish. So this is where it gets a little bit different for me. So I know how to integrate that into a restaurant. So I knew what the restaurant needed to get to where it needs to be. So that's, it's kind of still making its way back there. We've been through, had to jump through kind of a bunch of different hoops and we don't know if we're staying, we don't know if we're going, we don't know if we need to put it, get a new refrigerator. We don't know if we're going to do this. So we've been jumping through a little bit of hoops, you know, the last couple of years, but what it needs and stuff is that's, that's my department. So that's, I, I am, I am so in love with where I want, where I am right now. I'm not on a boat. I'm not fishing, but here's what it, here's what, I was going through the pictures to look for you, what to put on here. And I'm just like, I just want to cry on how spectacular my life Your is. Your life has been. And, but so that's well. also how I know if I ever have any doubt, I could just go back and look at my Facebook because it's my, you know, it's my scrapbook, but I could just go back and look, but not only that, but just imagine how much experience I got in the seafood that I'm serving. Right. 
Yeah. So I know everything insane. about that seafood and what I'm serving. So when you're going to John's Fish Market, I can tell you what you're eating and you can trust that you're eating that. So you're not just getting some salted, puffed out, you know, uh, watered down, previously frozen cod. You're getting Alaskan cod, premium cod from Trident Seafoods that I worked for out of Seattle and Tacoma well, like that Tommy, came straight out of Alaska. Here's a perfect, Tommy Gomes says this all the time and he was on our show and he, this is one of my favorite things. Good seafood isn't cheap and cheap seafood isn't good. No, sir, it is not. And if you guys are living somewhere in Orange County and you're going to the grocery store and buying fish, you're doing yourself a giant in-service, a, a disservice. Yeah. You are because 99.9% .9 of that garbage at the grocery store, we don't even know where it came from. And the label on it doesn't even tell you what it really is. You go to when it was caught, you go to Tommy Gomes, Tuna Market, or, you, or Tunaville, excuse me, or you go to Shayla's, John's Fish Market. Not only does it say what it is, but the people standing behind the counter, they know where it came from because it came in as a whole fish and they cut it up behind the scenes there, just like at Tommy's yeah. at Tunaville. Yeah. So that's why it's so important. And it's a family business. And Kel I mean, Sh Kelly, Shayla, why the pandemic was going on full speed. You gave one of the most phenomenal services to Dana Point. You were feeding everybody. Yeah. Why no one else was feeding people, gang. I don't know if you're paying attention to what Shayla was doing, but she was the first person in with the idea to take out. Come get your food down here. Come be safe, be clean, come get clean seafood from Shayla. It was incredible what you were doing. We were the only show in town. Right. They literally pick up their to-go box and go over and sit on the ground in front of John's Fish Market and watch the John's Fish Market show. When you could go anywhere around this empty at, at harbor, the whole harbor, harbor was empty. Except. And they would sit down there and they would watch because there was no movies, there was no shows, there was no entertainment, there was and nothing you could, else. You couldn't we sit in the restaurant, but you could sit on the ground in front of the restaurant. Yeah, you couldn't figure sit that in one out. That made a lot of sense, right, ladies and gentlemen? And we, can't... we would have to clear people out in in, 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 in intervals because you didn't want to get shut down. Because there was, you know, always a random person with a clipboard going around. Yeah, you didn't want to get shut down. But she was feeding everybody when no one was feeding anybody. She was there. She was doing. Not only that, but we fed the hospital workers. Yeah, incredible. So we right? took meals for the um, for the. Um, um, hugs for heroes. We did the hospital along with Pepe's down down the street, and um, and we boxed up. Um, Thank you, Elliot. This we boxed up tacos. Seeing what Elliot's freaking, doing. I know Elliot. Yeah. You're just the best. That's insane, buddy. You yeah. are so good to us. Thank yeah. you. Just I, insane. Because we threw this show on him. Because I didn't know if I'd make it back in time to do the show tonight. I told you guys all that two days ago. Chinese Shayla was here, and I didn't know if we'd be back in time. We threw the show together. Yeah. In like an hour. So thank you, Elliot. You, gang, you don't understand. If you look at these pictures, Elliot's showing you. John's Fish Market in Dana Point Harbor. The new partners that came in there pretty much kind of destroyed the whole. Okay, so hold on. Okay. Okay, hold on that really quick. I just want to say, okay, in all fairness, okay, because I decided to go with them too. So okay. I don't want to totally shoot myself in the head. In all fairness, I think that they had a fair chance to really actually make it happen. What we all for years and decades over and over again kept on voting to allow happen, which is revitalizing the harbor. I really think that they had a good, solid 
chance at making that happen. Unfortunately, their hands were tied in different ways, just like, you know, I mean, bureaucracy, whatever, you know, their hands have been tied in a lot of different ways. And, you know, when you're talking about big man money management and everything, it doesn't always look the best. They always look like the bad guy, you know, but really, honestly, I do think that they had a really good potential to make that happen. And we had some really great plans planned out, you know, with the few of us that left. You know, and it was going to be hard. It was going to be really difficult to do this. I and mean, it still may be. I don't know. But, you know, it, something's got to give here. You know, if we're not going to be doing this right now, you know, we're going to we're going to probably all be asking for leases. But, you know, I just and two, you know, data point and the Chamber of Commerce, they're asking you guys you know, on their website to go to there and talk about it, you know, and talk about it and get your voice back in it. Because obviously a lot of people were really shaken about the revitalization because we were this close to it actually happening. Yeah. This close, you know, and I have to say, um, you know, without saying why or whatever, it just, you know, it just didn't happen. But honestly, really, they did give it a really good solid try. They're yeah. real, they are a good property management company. I mean, we're talking about big money here. Everything's going to be more expensive. It's not going to be the way it was and all the other stuff. It's going to be changed and all this other thing. But taken aside from that, I don't want I don't want them to lose any of their credit as a large, big business. That look had, at that. That had a That's big... what tuna is supposed to look like. <laughs> See, I wouldn't know what fresh tuna would have looked like if I didn't go deckhanding for Dave Hansen. But that's what it's supposed to look like, gang. Isn't that beautiful? When you get that garbage that is gorgeous. at the grocery store, you can, store down, that you can, you can, get can it on a see paper through. Plate. You if can you get put it your paper. finger up there and you see through it, that's <laughs> not tuna. That's some other garbage they painted red. This is real. That's what <laughs> it's supposed to look like. Just like Tommy said when he was on the show, this is real tuna. And when you come down to the fish market, you get to find out. You get to learn a little bit. Yeah. And you do a cool thing with the lobsters. You have the lobster tank. Yeah. You have the crabs. Everything's caught. Yeah. Huh? Lobster races. Lobster races, yeah. Yeah, lobster races. There's oh, Todd. There's my there's brother and my nephew, Wayland. Yeah, check that out. Todd telling you about lobsters. You get yeah. this whole family thing going on, gang. And That's same with the kids, you know, that was really big with my dad. You know, he really, and, and Sharon, they really, um, you know, they really wanted kids to learn how to work. You know, so that's what that's what I try to give to the kids is how to There's work. Your dad. They stay responsible. Oh, there right there, yeah. You know, responsibilities and Woo. there it is. Yeah, there he is. That's why you go to John's fish market, gang. That's John. Doesn't Ugh. get any more real than that. Yeah, so much experience there. I did Doesn't not have enough time with you, Dad. Hey, I did not have enough time. Put your arm up there. <laughs> There's swordfish on her arm. Her dad was one of the gnarliest sword fishermen. He was just a gnarly, gnarly sword fisherman back in the day, throwing the harpoon, doing it. Just unbelievable wealth of knowledge, just like your I brother. I want to throw in one more thing really quick before yeah, I forget. Go. We don't have so knowing about the seafood, I did have a kid out of Vagina. Oregon. Oh, yeah. I earned that. Yeah, you did. So that was caught with that. That is a billy dart. <laughs> That's a trace of it. So um, I had this kid hit me up that knew a guy or that gave, got my number from a guy that I got a job with out in Alaska, right? Gave him the information and he went up there and worked and he's been having the time of his life. So he got a hold of this kid in Oregon and this kid has been sending me the last couple of days overnight, fresh Chinook salmon. Okay. King salmon from Oregon overnight. 
So I just want to let you guys know, I'm not letting this fish go bad. Okay. So salmon is already expensive. So literally is down at the fish market right now. I think it was like $25, $26 a pound, which is ridiculous. Okay. I told the kid, I said, Hey, you're, you're going to have plenty of business down here. What it is, is sustainability. Okay. One person at a time, one person makes a difference. One fisherman starts selling to some guy that comes down on his dock and takes everything he has and goes overseas with it. It does us absolutely no good here. There is plenty of fish for all of us to eat of all varieties right here on our coast. Look for it. Go to your local markets and look for that seafood. Because if we don't have a demand for it, if we're going to keep buying it from grocery stores and outsourced everywhere else, we're going to overfish our fish. Now, one more thing. I don't think that farming that we have in the Scottish farming, the Atlantic farming is that bad. However, I'm not going to give it to you guys, but you're going to pay for it. You're going to pay high for it. It's about 30 bucks right now for any coho salmon. When the, when the next uh, silver salmon season comes around, it's going to be about $34. I've been warned about that, that it's going up. And that is because of shipping costs and everything else. Okay. But it's still worth it because of the fish that you're getting. So come down right now while we're getting this Chinook King salmon, because that season is very short, okay? It doesn't last because they want them to grow bigger. So Alaska's really good about their regulations. Right. You know, we need to learn from them. They only have like our sea bass coming up. I think it's June 16th, right? Something like that. So white sea bass season's coming up. Look for that. So there's a couple things going on right now. And, um, and, and that's what we live on is that's what my dad was. He was fair market. Now towards the end, um, before my brother and I took over the fish market, um, it was kind of hard for them to do and they had to outsource to some other stuff, but it doesn't matter because people would go to Waterman's and they didn't even see us for a while there. So we're there and anything that you need. Also, we can, uh, pretty much get you anything that you need. So if you're coming in out of a different country or different state or different part of the United States from the South or from the East coast or whatever, you know, if you're from Michigan or something and you liked a certain kind of fish when you were growing up, ask me if I can get it. Cause more than likely I could probably get it for you. Cause my dad and my brother and I have made such connections over so many decades. Thank you, Elliot. That there's a lot of different, you know, areas that we can resource our resources. So anything that you need. Something like we've got to go back and talk about for just a second, like we said in the be- a few minutes ago. And Tommy Gomes subs this up perfect, and you're 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 hitting a home run with this. Good seafood isn't cheap, and cheap seafood isn't good, gang. It matters so much to support the local fishermen, to support the local fish markets. Just think the next time you go buy something, Shayla and her family are down there in the fish market making it happen. Shayla kept it going through the whole pandemic. You were down there. You were making a difference. Tommy Gomes, he feeds people all the time. You feed people all the time. Okay. Shayla ain't making it rich. She's... Getting by, she's supporting her family. She's doing the best she can. Support her, gang. You got to get down to John. If you haven't been there and you live in Orange County, it's worth it to get down to the harbor. Go for the drive. Go down there and see what's going on. Go down there and check out the fish market. Go inside and look. Go in there and say hi to this young lady. She's been there since Shayla started. 
She's been one of your top employees. She's been there forever. She, Shayla, when she was a little girl. She, she used to put bandages on my knees because I, <laughs> when I fall on my skates. And Shayla used to shuck oysters in there for Kyoko so that she could get quarters to give to Todd so Todd could play games so that Todd could meet us. He could take me fishing. Yeah, so Todd could take her out fishing, gang. It's a family deal. It's still going. It's down there in the harbor. It's right next to my family's business, Dana War Sport Fishing. But you, it's a big deal. It's going to make you feel good inside when you go there and you see yeah, the, it is a the big people. Deal. It is a big deal. But you have people, just like Kurt that was on here, Lindy. His yeah. son works for you. Yeah. He's proud. His son's working for you. It's just the proudness of understanding that it's not a big corporation. You're, you're helping a family-owned business who is also supporting. How many people do you have working for you right now? About 38, 40 people. Okay. Think about that. These are all families that you're helping when you go down there and you yeah. buy that piece of fish. Instead of going to the grocery store and buying something that you have no idea where it came from. You have no idea who, how it got there, where it came from. Yeah. Check out the fish that you're buying. Check out the family that you're supporting. Check out Dana Wharf Sport Fishing. When you're down there, check out John's Fish Market. We sat side by side, right next to each other. It can't get any more real than that. It is about as real as it gets. You want to check out this one. Got to do a little infomercial here. Something fishy. This stuff is the bomb. Gang, if you haven't been over on his website yet, you have to go check out Something Fishy. Brandon's put together. He's yeah. a chemist. He's put together this product that takes away. I showed... Last week, I showed you on my show, Marley, he's a monkey. I have a pet monkey. That's why Shayla's Next down set. here. Shayla and Eric <laughs> are down here. He's the smallest monkey in the world. He's, he's, he's as tall as this roasted anchor coffee cup. He's, he's not even that tall. No, he's probably not even that tall. But he makes the biggest mess that you can possibly imagine. And he poops and pees everywhere, and it smells really bad. But this stuff, you spray it one time in the air in the room and there's no more smell so if you have smells it doesn't even have to be fishy smells if you just want to get rid of the odor this stuff's incredible right yes absolutely incredible something fishy just google it check it out go check out brand and then if you do and you go i want to get rid of the stench just type in ysw ys YSWG, your saltwater guide. I don't even know my own company. I'm sorry. Literally, I just drove the Baja for two days. I got here two hours ago. I'm doing the best I can. Yeah, my name of my company is your saltwater guide. I know. How did I forget? YSWG. Put that in and you get 10% off the product. Okay. <laughs> Thank you all for watching to our show. Uh, remember, Shayla used to work on the island of Alaska, gang. Isn't that gnarly? Can you believe that? She was working on the island of Alaska. Yeah. What's your name, your company? <laughs> and I don't even know the name of my own guy's darn company. <laughs> and I must say it a thousand times a day. I even wear the shirt so I don't forget the name of the company. Gang, thank you for supporting us all the time. Shayla's working with Elliot now because of what a spectacular human he is that's put us out in front of everybody. The guy is unbelievable, right? Yeah. He's out to dinner with his wife and he stops everything and he puts he did. He's like, I'm making dinner for, for the kids. Is that incredible? Yeah, he did. And gang, 
Darren, thank you. Thank you, Brad. Thank you, everybody. Dan, everybody that makes this show happen. I want to thank every one of you. I can't thank you enough, everybody. Augie. Wait, we got to do a deal. What's the deal? Okay, oh. swordfish, because that's what we're made of, okay? So listen, I'm going to tell my staff right now. I'm going to text them all as soon as we get off here. Benjamin year. says he loves working for you. Oh, Ben. Yeah. Hey, Ben. Okay, let's see. What is it? 20% off? It's up to you, sweetheart. Okay, 20% it's your off anything swordfish. Just go down and mention my saltwater guy. Your, your, your salt, salt, not but mine. But you're my saltwater guy. <laughs> <laughs> mention your saltwater guy to John's Fish Market, and you're going to get... Where's Alaska? 20% off. And that swordfish is coming straight from the island of Alaska. You get 20% off anything. If you just mention your saltwater, guys. What day? Any day. I'm not back until Monday, so you better give the crew a time to... Any day next week. We got to set a time. Okay. So from Monday to Friday. Monday to Friday. Monday through Friday. Next week. Next week. Walk in. Your saltwater guide. Drive up from San Diego, Kim and Dan. Kim... Make Dan drive you up there. Go support Shayla at the fish market. Darren, Come meet take me. your daughter, Augie. Take your son. Get down there. Go see Shayla. If oh, you go in there next week, Shayla will be there. I Put in the code. Tell Shayla, hey, YSWG, I watched you on Dave's show. She's going to post this all over her social media. It's going to be everywhere. Her daughter is Elliot a social will. media <laughs> queen, too. Maybe she'll even... Maybe your daughter will even help you out and post uh, it on her social media. Wouldn't probably, that be unbelievable? Absolutely. Wouldn't absolutely. that be weird, though, if, she, they, if our kids did something for us? That would be gnarly. I can't even believe it. Like, my, my son did for they me. They made me babies. Well, remember what my son did for me. He helped me out on my vacation. Right? Yeah, he did a great job, Zach. You're so awesome. Thank oh. you so much. That was so awesome. <laughs> Gang. We had a really good time with Shayla tonight. I hope you all did. I hope you enjoyed the show. I hope you know a little bit more about her now. <laughs> she is. <laughs> okay, sorry. Okay. Don't forget sport Pacific sport fishing. I'm losing it here. Don't forget to go see Larry. Book your dream trip. Going fishing with Pacific Sport Fishing Alliance. You got to hit that QR code. You got to grab that code, gang. You got to see what he's got going on. It's not going to hurt you to hit the QR code. Take a picture with your phone like you used to do when you were out trying to eat two years ago when you couldn't go to a restaurant and sit down inside. Shayla was feeding you and making you sit on the trash can out in front of John's Fish Market because it was way cleaner than sitting inside of a restaurant, right? I remember this guy saying, oh, watch out for Shayla. She's going to take a picture and post it on Instagram. If you need to know where Shayla is, if you need to, Shayla's taking a poop, you know where she is because she puts it on her Facebook. Okay. Now look at this guy, huh? <laughs> who's, who's talking now? Hey, I didn't know anything about Yeah, well, that's media. why I have all the good pictures. I didn't know how it all I worked. have it all documented. I'm like, don't take pictures of this, Shayla. We're catching giant tuna. We don't want anybody to know. Yeah. Don't tell anybody. <laughs> now, you, if I catch a tomcat, I'm posting pictures of it. All right, gang. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you for watching. Thanks I for being you. a part of the show. I love you too, sweetheart. Mm. Thank you. Thanks, everybody. Good night. Oh.